0: Welcome to episode 147 of the Muck Podcast, a member of the Odd Pods Media Network. Listen in as we discuss the dark and sometimes weird true stories in American politics. I'm Tina Hadamia.
1: And I'm Hillary Dockerty.
0: Oh, <laughs> that was so
1: newscastery. Well, I'm trying to, you know, let's pump this bitch up. Oh, <laughs> oh my God, I was talking yesterday about going to Ireland and um, my friend who I was talking to, uh, he was like... Well, you better have a fucking ticker tape parade when you show up. I'm like, God damn right. <laughs> uh, if I show up to that airport and no in Dublin there with
0: signs. and there's not a fucking parade
1: of fans <laughs> to greet me like I'm the queen of England, Woo! although Ireland, they would not, they would not greet the queen that way. No, no, no. Greet, greet me like the goddamn famous podcaster I am in Ireland. Oh my God. I just finished <laughs> speaking of Ireland
0: and Ooh. I tried to do, I cannot do the Ireland accent. It's, it's very difficult. Um... I just finished season three, the season, the ending uh-huh. of Dairy Girls.
1: Oh, I haven't I watched I the love episodes of the first season. Dairy Girls. Yeah, it's great. Oh my god. So fucking funny.
0: They're so funny. Mm. They are just the best. Yeah. The best. The Good best show. it was an, so enjoyable.
1: Well, well let's love. learn to bring it all down. <laughs> let's do it. So there's a couple of things. First of all, it's early voting. It's early voting, but let me tell you something that is a very funny story, and it's very much like this is what voters are like, oh, and it's God. about my mo- my mother. Oh no! So my mother <laughs> lives in a very a little city inside Fort Lauderdale. I don't want to get into the yes. city. I don't want to get into the the candidates because we know all these people, yeah. but um, she says to me, you know, she calls me and is like, "What about this person? What about that person?" Not, right. not particularly her city. She knows all those all those folks, but like you know, whatever county you know, uh, judges, stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. So the
0: nonpartisan seats where you're yeah. like, uh, and, and those, uh, the, 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 the charter questions. Yes. And, things
1: like that. Yeah. So she says to me, <laughs> she says, well, I, ha- uh, I, I went to fill out my ballot and I said, great. And in her city, there's, there's two like city commission seats open, but there's three candidates. So in that city, the two top, whoever gets the two, the two candidates get the top majority of mm-hmm. votes, Get it's, the seats. Get yeah. the seats on the city commission. It's not broken up by districts right, or anything like right, that. Right. Citywide. So she had two candidates in mind that she was gonna vote for. But she was driving to the grocery store uh one day, the day she was filling out the ballot, and she looked over and saw this nice young man putting signs up and he looked up at her and he smiled and he waved at her. One of these it was one of the candidates. And you know what? It she loved that he smiled at her and it made her happy and so she changed her vote and is voting for him instead and knows that nothing else. that is about. the mind of a <laughs> regular voter that's all of the work that these candidates put in <laughs> that the volunteers put yeah, in that we put in all of it goes out when someone's like hi smile and wave that's all they have I'm to doing do the
0: queen's wave do yeah
1: that? that's it well it's like this oh, oh it's not the yeah queen? <laughs> the queen waves like towards her but she's like this that's all they had to do. What's the Italian one? Hey, 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 hey. Hey, hey. What are you gonna do? I just oh. feel like they grab their balls and like, what are you gonna do? Oh my god. But that's all the voters are listening. Like that's the thing. And she said that to me, I could not stop laughing. And I was <laughs> like, okay. Like she's an older woman, like I get yeah. it. Like maybe it just made her feel happy for a moment. But it was like all this person had to do was smile and wave, and she's like, I'm changing my vote.
0: It's fucking insane. I told you with my dad, when he would go vote, well, now, thank God, um, well, hopefully this year they'll allow it again Mm -hmm. um, because my mom had to say, like, the because they don't have language in Italian. You know what I mean? Oh, the ballot. Yeah, like, can I come in? And last year she had to sign a document and whatever, they let her do it. So she's like, hopefully they'll let her do it again because otherwise my dad looks, if he doesn't know anything, whatever name sounds Italian, that's the one he votes
2: for. (laughs)
1: Anthony, Anthony sounds like a nice boy. Yeah. Hey, Tony. Anthony. Anthony, oh, Marie, that sounds like a nice, that's a nice girl. Yeah, dude, this is what I'm saying. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. But Italian, eh? It's, it's so like, they do polls, and I'm like, poll schmoles, are they waving and saying hello to people? Because <laughs> that's how they're going to get my mother's vote. Oh, my God. So great. What so are we doing? I know, that's what I, what it, I literally, what? when she said that to me, I was laughing, why, but the last- am- five years of my life flashed before yeah. my eyes and I was I like was all that work all the
0: time just in the past two weeks that I've been walking around my neighborhood yeah putting yeah. up door hangers yeah.
1: for, what? for what Linda better go way start waving at people yeah. in the corner somewhere because that's <laughs> the way well she's getting people's votes oh my god oh let me tell you something I went to walk I for Linda pay. I went to walk for Linda Thompson Gonzalez oh. and Tina's got a whole bunch of Linda's stuff and just has is doing her entire neighborhood I'm doing my how entire- many how
0: many houses I don't know how many houses, but I've done three um, like sections. Three, yeah, it's a lot. Yeah,
1: but a I lot. went when I so Tina's just going doing it on her own, and I went to an event where it was like all these groups got together yeah. to to walk for Linda. So Linda comes out, and she first of all, she's got the most beautiful skin I've ever seen. What in the fuck is she? I go? What is your skin routine? I mean, her skin is so smooth and beautiful. She does have clear good skin. and like like glowing. It's, skin. I was gonna say yes. It's I was like girl. Anyway, she is so excited. She's so pumped. I was taking pictures of her and she's just yeah. doing this. And I was just like, I could feel like, I'm already she, excited about do, this I race anyway, but. Oh my, God, please, oh, no my oh my God, please. Oh my God. She's just so electrifying. Like enthusiasm cannot be curbed. You know what Where I mean? Where
0: are we going to be? We need to be somewhere.
1: Yeah, oh please, let's be together on election yes. night. Also, I was going to say I'm going to go vote <gasps> after this, and I hope I run into a chip. Oh but I, why don't we go vote together? I don't. Under, I know you yeah. already did, but we should vote together, <gasps> and we should film it, and we should film it. <laughs> it should be an event. Yes. It should be a, a, a social media. Uh, yes. Oh my thing. god! Um, so this week we had the um, Monday night we were at a meeting Monday night, but during that meeting the Charlie Crist uh, Desantis debate was going on, and we were getting like. S- s- some of our yeah. friends in the board meeting were in we're on twitter going oh my god he just called charlie chris an old donkey which i, yeah. was, I thought was hilarious cuz you know my term for charlie chris is old grasshopper yeah <laughs> but which i think is better but all right
0: i saw an ad with charlie chris i want charlie
1: oh, charlie yeah.
0: i want you to win i will I be voting you for you i will be voting i voted today. for you <laughs> yes, but there was this commercial and i said you know, what What are we doing? Yeah, you know, he, dude, I, he, he looks just like, again, uh, another candidate that looks like he's been plucked out of a Seinfeld episode. He's got yeah. the shirt tucked into the jeans and the belt. And he's like, hey, God, you know, it's just. And then
1: brand new fiance he took out of the package somewhere. <laughs> and P.S. My, that's what I call him old grasshopper It's the term of endearment, first of all. <laughs> And second of all, I, what I say, I want you to hop right in that governor's mansion. <laughs> Come on, boy, get in there. Exactly. Like, please. I don't want an old donkey. I want an old grasshopper. Just hop the fuck in there How, and just put however, a veto, 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 veto. Do well, that the,
2: the
0: thing that I'm so worried about is what I've been listening to um, on NPR. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, NPR. What a liberal mm, you I'm are. So liberal. So. Um, the biggest worry I have for the state of Florida, and I was thinking about this and I wanted to ask you, we clearly are, you know, red, you know, we've been yeah. pretending that we're purple, but it's no, like I don't clearly pretend. like we're red. We're, we're red. Yeah. So are we the type of red state that's like a Georgia or, or, or something that can be flipped blue or are we Alabama? Well, um, you know what I mean? Cause we're lo- Miami date is gone. Miami-Dade, they just said for the first time in 20 years is now officially Republican district based on the votes mm-hmm. that are coming out. And that was like, it was sort of like Miami-Dade and Broward were like the blue strongholds that could potentially flip the state. Broward on its own?
1: Yeah. I don't think so, right? I was just thinking, that, I think I was talking to Alfredo about this on Monday because of, um, or maybe it was Tuesday, I don't know, but I was saying, you know, we we live in a red state. So then it comes down to this. Do we live in a red state where we continue to fight because it's the thing to do or do we just let it go and to continue to live in Broward, which is blue, but, but there is quite a bit of red
0: and and it's growing. It's
1: growing. So they're coming um, after our commission
0: seats in Broward.
1: I think it's, I think it's pretty clear that we live in a red state. We haven't had a governor in over 20 years. That's a Democrat. That's a clear sign. I mean, but Miami That's the leader Dave, of like the state flipping totally red yeah. is scary now. Lots like, of red states have blue pockets. It doesn't mean they're I not feel, a red but state. But I feel
0: like we're the only blue pocket now. Like um, Broward is going to be the only. Well, uh, and Tampa? so
1: So Tampa and Orlando, Orlando? area are, are very much, very much blue. And well, they were, they were red. They're turning blue. So whatever right. they're doing there. Maybe we should copy, but we're very lazy. The thing about Orlando and Tampa area is those Democrats there have sat in red for a long time, so they've been they've needed to do it, they've had to do it, they've had to fight, and they've got incredible leaders they've been able to uplift to get people out to vote for them that were independents or Republicans are turning to an Anna Eskamani or Michelle Rayner, right? right? And so uh, they're very lucky in that way. Broward is very lazy. We have a Broward Democratic Party who they don't do anything. And I know yeah, God bless y'all. God bless it's, y'all. It's, I know it's you comfort. think I know you think that you can sit for a, ch- a year and a half, a year and eight months and do nothing until right before the primary, but you can't do it. It's incredibly I mean, lazy yeah. and it's incredibly short-sighted. And what you're doing is you're allowing the Republican Party here to build. And you're not fighting for or, the candidates. And we're building I benches. I gotta tell you. We could be building so many benches. They don't build benches. They don't they don't they don't reach out to people. They don't build benches. I put comments, I put posts up about the Brown Democratic Party, and instead of Rick Hoy reaching out to me and saying something to me, he reaches out to everybody else around me to tell me about why how I'm wrong. And that's oh. cool. That's cool. That's fine. What? I didn't know. Yeah, that. that's fine. But here's the thing. I'm not wrong. I'm not wrong. The way that they're th- listen, okay we have friends that are working with, with the party to well, try to get I them will, to change things. And I, and I you know appreciate with that. my devil's advocacy. And, here, and I appreciate the things they that they're have, doing to try to do it, but they, they have do think it's, it's too late. I was at the GOTV center in Wilton Manors. We have an LGBTQ GOTV center, which is a lot of letters, but it's a good place. And there, are people who go there to register to vote. You can go get signs for candidates or whatever. Candidates are holding meetings. there. fine. You go there and you can get endorsement cards like Dolphins card or whatever. They have the Broward Democratic Party card there. And when I went to see Val Deming speak that day, I picked up the Broward Democratic Party card. It is a mishmash of, I don't know. There's no direction. If there's two Dems in a race, they are recommending both Democrats. Bitch, pick a fucking side. (laughs) I'm confused. And I'm a voter that is overly informed we're overly informed right but if I'm somebody who's just like okay I vote every year I don't pay attention to who's running who's in the primary whatever and I pick that thing up I'm gonna go I'm sorry I don't know what to do and so how are you giving how are you even had the nerve to print a card like that
0: so there? one rationale? more second one
1: more second do an endorsement process. Okay. You are powerful enough. You really are. You're the Broward Democratic Party. You should be the most powerful Democratic Party in the state of Florida. In my opinion, more pow- powerful than the state party. I will be so bold. That's how much power you have because Broward holds enough Democratic votes, six over 600,000, to win the entire state. Take that seriously, I beg of you. Take it seriously. Do an endorsement process, put the fucking work in, have a plan. Don't come to me in July, a month before the fucking primary, and then try to say, here's our plan for the next four months. Too late. It's too late. Take it seriously. The weight of the fucking the state weighs on your shoulders. When women lose their right, it's because there's part, all of these things that happen in Tallahassee are in part because Broward isn't taking shit seriously fucking step it up we are owed that you have the power to make these changes put the fucking work in Ooh, that's my rant about the brow democratic parties that's a beautiful rant and and ha- here's the response well come help us well listen bro i'm trying to help the dolphins i'm trying to help myself i gotta right. you know what i mean like i'll help you make a plan but you gotta you gotta take it seriously and you gotta execute it and when the old motherfuckers who are sitting there next to you go those know how we do it tell them that there's the fucking door we're doing it a new way right let's go Let's Ooh. go. Come on. I'm, yeah.
0: I mean, they- they Do, do devil's advocacy. I'm going to do my devil's yeah. advocacy. Please. They do, uh, I will say that they have been pushing, 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 get out the vote for a while. They mm-hmm. ask for volunteers every single, I get emails all the time, like, come help us, come phone bank, come do this, come do that. And I'm wondering about this, like, why
1: don't they pick one person? Is it, are they permitted? Are they not permitted? Like, what it- yeah, it's their bylaw. I think their bylaws don't, they don't because they don't have an endorsement process, but all of these but, things but can other, change. You can change can. all of this. Yeah,
0: that's what I'm saying. Like, there's no law that says, nope. like, that that uh, uh, they can't choose one Democrat over another, no. right? Nope. They're, like, well, from, on the state level, there's oh. nothing, you know what I mean? That's what I
1: would wonder. Like, why wouldn't, why, like, why not? That's a good question. But again, Broward has the power right, to, to say to, to the yeah. state, this is a more effective way to do things, and right, it's or not, look at what other states are doing. Yeah. What are other
0: states doing?
1: I don't know, but the, these candidates have no support, and 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 if you think you're supporting them, put by putting all of their names on a ballot, you're not helping.
2: No, anybody. because now it's you're just not, not helping the anybody. Vote. Yeah.
0: Oh, what did they put for the school board race? Did they put Zeman? I
1: don't remember. I want to look at that. Yeah, I'm curious. Actually, I'll look it up while you're talking. So,
0: um, the other thing I wanted to bring up. And I, I know she's not our favorite person. But, you know, another attack on this uh, Pelosi family. Oh, yeah, dude. And her oh, husband. I'm so glad you brought this up. I got something you know, to say about this. Her yes. husband in the hospital, they're, they're charging this man with attempted murder. And he went in there. Yeah, screaming. Screaming, like, where's Nancy? And, like, look, again, we are not, like, the biggest Nancy fans. But, Jesus. No. I mean, even on a, a, a for a Republican, I would never wish anyone no. to go into someone's home you know we can rant and rave about the things uh, a, 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 an elected official is doing wrong mm-hmm. and we can vote and we can go join an organization to try to make change but uh, making change is not uh doing violence to another human being well the guy that's not how you make change yeah, that's and not things, how you make it
1: that, that's not he's a conspiracy guy this yeah. guy that did it is one of these nuts and, and
0: again the people who are throwing these conspiracies out there Okay, they might be cuckoo, but the politicians that allow those conspiracy theories to fester and grow Mm -hmm. and they do not condemn them, they are guilty. Absolutely. They are guilty. It's the same as the whole January 6th thing. Like they own no, oh, they have no
1: ownership in what they are doing. Nope. They're horrible people. They are. And so let me Horrible. Let me read you what our good friend Chip Lamarca tweeted yesterday at this. Oh I saw this. Let me read this to you. Because, I saw this. Then, and it was shocking. Then, because then I'm gonna play you some new commercials that Chip Lamarca's, I saw your uh, put I saw out. this
0: through you. You put,
1: yeah. put this out. This is what Chip Lamarca, the moderate, who's not an extremist, who's not um and any sign of par- any side of party. I'm not a. I'm in the middle trying. He's very, 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 very hard trying to say he's not a part of the Republican Party yeah. because both parties are crazy and he's not one of those. Okay, that's the game. That's the fucking push now with Chip Wilmarka. Right. But he goes up and votes MAGA, as if we don't see your your I, voting record. You fucking idiot!
0: But the, the, and he's gonna hold on to that no, don't say gay vote yeah. till the end of time. Go ahead.
1: You still vote against trans children? Yeah. You vote against women? Those, there's, there are LGBTQ women, you fucking prick. Yeah. Here's what our good friend, the moderate, Chip La, Chiplomarca tweeted. Very sad news for the Pelosi family. We hope for a speedy recovery. Maybe now they'll get tough on crime, theft, assault, murder, and no cash bail that has plagued a once great American city. And then it says husband of speaker. It's got the story. What? Yeah. So it's what? Nancy, it's the Democrats' yeah. fault, Nancy Pelosi's that fault. That there's crime everywhere. That uh, somebody broke into her house and uh-huh. took a hammer to her husband. Yeah. An 80-something-year-old Because we're not tough on crime. Give me a break. A once great American city.
0: And that's like, what do, what do they call that? Uh, uh, uh. What is that like Monday quarterbacking? What is the phrase?
1: Uh, well, I don't know, but but I, but I retweeted it. You know I, mean? and I like, said, there's the moderate we know and love. Yeah. And I said, oh, he's not an extremist of any party. Checks Fox News. Uh, there's Chip right in line. Yeah. All Chip does is go and look to see daddy party. But tell why, me what yeah. I should do. But, what should, how should I feel about this? Mr. Dad.
0: How dare he even like make a list of all those? Because one, <laughs> like this wasn't a robbery or, you know nope, what I mean? This it wasn't was, any of those this things. This was an orchestrated attack to murder.
1: Yeah. An elected official. That's right. This is a man who was and this mentally ill,
0: 82, eighty-two year old, which you don't vote for. You
1: don't vote to give people no. mental health, <laughs> right? And God, they would be condemning him
0: if he, you know, yeah. And the extreme party that you support,
1: you know, somebody. I saw this great tweet, and this guy, this guy said, "Oh, my my girlfriend's dad asked me who I was voting for, and he said I'm not voting for any party that is supported 100 percent by Nazis." And thinks and then tried to overturn the government on January yeah. 6th. And then it said there was silence in the room. So I repeated it. Good. That's the party you belong to, Chip. That's your party. It's the You're truth. You're supported by Nazis, yeah. bruh. You don't want to distance yourself from that? I mean, are you out of your fucking mind? Okay, so let's play the commercials that are playing back to back in Broward County that Anthony Mann, I, our good friend, Anthony Mann, who's now being attacked, uh, not our good friend, but whatever, he, hi, he works Anthony for the Sun Sentinel. He, he tweeted these, and of course, that little bitch boy, Corey, is like, oh, oh. y'all don't look like at the commercial. You know, all right, so here's Chip. <laughs> sh- so so what happens is Chip's being attacked. He's being attacked, so he's got to put his pretty wife out. She's, she's very pretty. She's, she's, okay. she's very sweet. Good for her. She's now going to defend her husband. It's like... Uh, it, it, on a I job that she this. completely benefits from. She's completely, 100% benefits from this job, well, right? she's the queen. All right, hold on. Let me play this. Truth is,
0: I've never been crazy about politics. There's too much extremism and false attacks. Now they're going after Chip because he's not like the career of politicians.
1: Don't believe them. He's fought for our beaches, for better jobs, and for protecting our students while they're in school. Chip has always put people over politics because this is our home. Always has been, always will be. While radicals in both parties are fighting each other, Chip Lamarca is fighting for the people of Broward, protecting police funding to keep our communities safe. Fighting inflation to bring down runaway prices for families and protecting our fragile Florida
0: environment and beaches. Chip has always fought for Broward, even if that means fighting his own party. I'm Chip Lamarca, and I have always put people over politics.
1: Okay. Dude. Oh, oh okay. dude. <laughs> first of all,
0: first career of all, politician? Yeah. How, How been long he's been, in, he's been on the Broward Commission? He, no, dude, he he is a he's dude. The definition was, of a career politician. He was first
1: elected in two thousand two to the Lighthouse Point City Council. Twenty years. Twenty years. That's a that's a career. You stupid <laughs> fuck. I'm not a career politician. I've only been a politician for my
0: entire career. Yeah. <laughs> I've been in a politician my whole life. Are you out of your fucking? So oh my god. The, so that's the first he's thing. He's in I, his forties, right? Yeah. So like since his twenties. So I this wrote is your
1: career. I went line by line. I went line by line. Now they're going after Chip. And I wrote, because of his voting record, he votes MAGA. Yeah. Uh, not a career politician. Again, elected yeah. for the last 20 years. Chip has always put people over power. And I wrote, unless you have a uterus, and then Chip's a Catholic and doesn't care about you. Yes. And then I added a little story that uh, our, uh, our friend of the pod, Ana Escamani, did a, an editorial this week. And she talked about how the Republicans in the Senate and Chip, Chip co sponsored into in the House oh. put a bill out. That the tax breaks that they paid, the tax breaks that they paid for by increasing taxes on everyday people, and overwhelming, overwhelmingly benefited a small subset of big business. So they gave a big tax of cut to corporations do. here in Florida, and they passed the the cost over to everyday citizens. That's not putting people over politics. No. You're a liar, and you're what you're putting lies in your wife's mouth. Uh-uh. she is a grown ass woman. Who? Well, Who? What did she say at the top? She's misinformed. What did she say at the top? I'm not into politics. Yeah, I'm not into politics, but it's I'm so sitting nice I sit on boards. so to not be into politics yeah. Yeah. because I don't nothing have to. affects you. That's right, because I live in a nice house in Lighthouse Point, and I sit on boards. I'm going to f- completely re- regret doing all of this. I'm so sorry, Mrs. Yeah. LaMarca but you're going to catch shrapnel now. And you know why you're catching uh, By the you way, put the ad by out. The way, is this true or not? Did I not have you cut something out? Two, we, two weeks ago, I had Tina cut something out of the podcast that right. I was going. She caught some, 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 some shrapnel for me. And I said, you know what? After listening to it, I was like, we should take this out because she's not the public person, but girl, now you you're, your now you're making commercials. It's time you completely 100% benefit from your husband being a part of a party. That's completely co- uh, co-sponsored by Nazis. You sit in a house in, in lighthouse point where the fuck you live and you benefit from it. I don't know if you have a job, but I know you sit on boards like the uh, chamber of commerce. And, and go around town to your parties and your galas and you stand by your husband's side and you think that no one, no one sees you. You think your girlfriends don't talk about you behind your back Ooh. and say, I can't believe Eileen is standing by her husband while we lose our fucking rights. And you think, what do they, think they say to their daughters? Do you give their daughters hugs when you you see them, knowing that your husband has taken their rights away? Is that what you do? You're okay by that? Good. Put your nice dress on and your pearls and make a commercial for your husband so he can hang on to the last two years he's going to serve in the fucking uh, house. And you walk around here and hold your head high. I'm sure I'll see you today over there at the early voting, but you should be ashamed of yourself. (sighs) Ashamed. I'll tell you this much. I was married to a Republican who was a Trump supporter, but you don't see me walking around telling everybody I'm proud of it. I would not be too good commercials for him. I would not be helping him at early voting. I'd be ashamed of it. You should be ashamed. Ooh, girl. Fuck this. Woo! You put your God, wife on a commercial. Kimberly. You put your wife on a commercial. She's now out in the open. Right. She's in the open. Well, people can comment on that commercial. Yeah, you put it out there. Just like we put this podcast out there. Please. I'm over it. You can just get the fuck out. Ooh. It's bullshit it's bullshit. And you know, here's the thing. That's the, mo- the worst part. Even if Linda wins, we still don't have the majority. No, but I would know. I right. would know. Well, God, locally, it just would, you know, I'm going to bubble Linda's name so hard today. There'll probably <laughs> be a hole in the paper. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm going to, I'm going to support her so hard. it probably won't even pick up on the fucking ballot machine. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway. Oh my God.
1: Speaking of the ballot
0: machines. Um, I was having dinner with my parents, and my dad's like, "You hear the latest thing," <laughs> and basically, <laughs> I'm sorry, okay, I love it. Like, I don't know, I just love it. Oh so my god!
2: Much.
0: <laughs> so he's he he's like, uh, I guess the latest thing is the conspiracy theorists are now saying that when you bubble in any Republican or you you vote for Republican, when it goes in the machine. <laughs> It changes it to Democrat. That's yeah, just what
1: Donald Trump was yeah, saying. <laughs> yeah.
0: Like what kind of lunacy? Like seriously, like <laughs> also like, 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 here's the thing. We, people in the world barely have time <laughs> to do anything, but yet someone is there like masterminding this kind of scheme. Nobody has time. Most people, as we know,
1: don't give a shit. But the worst part of this <laughs> is, here's the worst part. Nobody cares. This, They're they, not they, taking these, time to but change. But these conspiracy theories. Make these theories, machines. These conspiracy theories only come up when they lose i know right so like funny. when donald trump they beat won, hillary clinton right. it wasn't a scandal leading up to that election go back to yeah. 2018 oh or 2016 leading up he's like if i don't win it was stolen yeah. right yeah. but then he wins and it's like he never hear about it yeah. again but yeah. all those rumors start picking up again right before he's going against biden yeah. and it's like so it, that's why it's so, so ridiculous They're the machines so work when the republican wins yeah right
2: yeah
0: i mean fuck Wait, off but isn't joe biden who did they say he was jim carrey in a mask and like what when he fe- yeah they now are, believe that joe biden is actually jim carrey dressed up like joe biden and like when he fell up why the stair, jim carrey i don't know he because there's one time he fell like like at the early start of the person he was oh like he not God. fell but he like kind of like slipped so they thought on a it stair was stair like a, a prank, and they thought like that's jim carrey letting everyone know it's jim carrey because that's like how you know Jim Carrey falls. I, I, my life is so short. I can't. <laughs> Can you imagine that there's people that that are, they got to have a string board. You know, someone has a string board <laughs> trying to figure out who's Joe Biden this Meanwhile, time. Meanwhile, you know? <laughs>
1: it's a, it, all that that string board shows is that they're insane. <laughs> they're fucking insane. Oh my God. Oh
0: my God. Okay. All right. Are you ready?
1: <sighs> my heart is beating so <laughs> fast. <laughs> because here's what's <laughs> going to happen. And and I don't know, you know, I don't know if the Lamarcas ever see any of this. I don't know if they any don't. of them ever see it and it's fine. But know this, that in about an hour, when I go to sit down to edit this audio, I'm going to cringe and I'm going to feel bad that I said the things that I said. I don't feel bad about anything I've ever said about Chivalmarca. I stand by it. right? I always do, especially when um, Dr. Oz said that this oh my in a, god! in a debate this guy said he said that uh, that a, a, the, the choice to have an abortion is between a, a woman her doctor and the and local the, political the leaders yeah. i don't think <laughs>
0: government should be involved in women's rights but uh,
2: but <laughs> in the same set, I,
1: I retweeted it and i said i don't want my local political leader in my doctor's office with me because he had been he had been a <laughs> sausage fingers okay i don't regret any of that i don't i uh. i'm taller than chip I've stood next to him before. Oh I know gosh. how tall he is. I got it. I, I I got this. I'm fine with it. Except I don't like <sighs> these family members. But then I see the commercial, and I thought she's she's had the Kool Aid. She knows this yeah. benefits her, even if. And the fact she that could they're putting said, her in a could commercial have said, like that, I don't want to do a commercial. Yeah, she's been in the commercials where she's like walking around with him. But the fact that she's actually sitting down and and then trying to defend her husband because he's being attacked unfairly is so beyond. What is actually fucking happening? And so-
0: It is what it is. You know, what are you gonna you do? Mean.
1: All right, I'm first, yeah? <gasps> are we good? Is that it? Yeah. Oh, by the way, let me just go back to Broward County. the so oh. school board, um, they did Zeman. It's Zeman, oh, okay. Stephen Julian, and Rod Velez. Okay, but for District Five, they have Ruth Carter Lynch and Jeff Holness. Again, I ask you, how is this helping anyone? Yeah. Mm. Okay, <sighs> so I'm first. Yes. Today, I'm doing a story. This is very sad, Tina. Oh (laughs) no. But the end of it is so fascinating to me. I was looking for someone to cover. I saw this guy's name and it was like, here's all these things this guy did. And he kept doing all these investigations. And I'm like, on this one person that I'm covering. And I'm like, why does he keep bothering this? What is he doing in this investigation? And Then I realized this was a huge thing. And it's so gross what they were doing, the Republicans were doing. And so I was like, all right, I'm doing this story. I'm covering. Former White House counsel Vince Foster. Okay. Okay, here we go. Okay, so Vince Foster was born in Hope, Arkansas, and he was the childhood friend of Bill Clinton, at the time known as Billy Blythe. <laughs> uh, Clinton <laughs> sounds like a character from an old novel. It does. Yeah, it does. Oh, young Billy Blythe. Yeah. Did you see like a little Bill Clinton running yeah. around with that big red nose? Oh. Okay, <laughs> and like a fro? <laughs> Like That's nice. our next t-shirt. Yeah. When we ever make like the, a big head on yeah. a little kid body with like overall stick, yeah. <gasps> oh Lollipop on a stick. I'm writing it down. <laughs> pop on a oh my stick. God. Clinton, a year and a half younger than Foster, resided in an adjoining property to Foster's grandparents, uh, to, to Foster's, and he lived there with his grandparents because his mom was in nursing school, Clinton's mom. Okay. Um, she later recalled, um, Clinton later recalled, uh, quote, I lived with my grandparents in a modest little house across from Vince Foster's nice big white brick house. Aww. Another Clinton recollection was that Foster was kind to me and never lorded it over me the way that so many older boys did That than the younger ones, you know, that he yeah. was wealthy and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So in 1950, Clinton. Clinton's mother remarried and they relocated to a different part of Hope. Then around the late 1952, the Clintons moved away to Hot Springs. However, Clinton would return to visit his grandparents in in Hope's um, Arkansas during summers and weekends and holidays. And so he kept his friendship with Foster and all his friends there. So Foster excelled as a student and an athlete at Hope High School. He became president of the student council and he graduated in 1963. He attended Davidson College, uh, graduating with a bachelor's degree in psychology in 1967. And his father wanted him to join the real estate business. That was a family business. But instead he uh, attended law school. And after starting at Vanderbilt University Law School, he joined the Arkansas National Guard during the height of the Vietnam War to avoid the draft.
0: Oh, Okay.
1: So to be closer to his guard responsibilities, he transferred to the University of Arkansas School of Law, where he was the managing editor of the Law Review. He received his Juris Doctor degree in 1971, graduating first in his class. Wow. Yeah. I mean, he went to Davidson.
0: That's a good school. Yeah, it's in Georgia. And then he went to Vanderbilt, which mm-hmm. is another really good yeah. school. Yeah. Smart. And then, really smart and, guy. and then Arkansas is good, too. I mean, mm-hmm. geez.
1: So he, um, yeah, he met Elizabeth Braden, known as Lisa, during his sophomore year at Davidson, and they were married on April 20th, 1968, and they had three children together. In 1971, Foster joined Rose Law Firm in Little Rock, Arkansas, and in 1974, they made him partner, one of only nine in the firm at the time. He was the head of the Arkansas Bar Association Committee that oversaw legal aid, and as such worked with legal aid clinic worker, Hillary Rodham.
0: Wow! Yeah. Look at this little connection happening. Is he the one that got them together? I don't
1: know if they, he introduced them, but he was definitely friends with both of them. <clears throat> That's you so know? funny. Yeah, Foster. Small world. Yeah, Foster then initiated the hiring of Rodham at Rose Law Firm, where she became its first ever female associate and later their first female partner.
0: Wow!
2: Foster
1: and fellow partner Webster Hubble were instrumental in overcoming the reluctance of other partners to hire a woman.
2: Wow. Foster
1: and Rodham worked together on a number of cases. And as Bill Clinton's political career gained force, Foster supported him, of course. Foster practiced mostly corporate law, eventually earning nearly $300,000 a year. Jesus. I am
0: in the wrong career. I say it all the time.
1: (laughs) Known for his extensive preparation of cases ahead of time, including the creation of decision trees, Foster developed a reputation as one of the best trial litigators in Arkansas. Hillary Clinton's memoir calls Foster, quote, one of the best lawyers I've ever known and compared his style and substance to Gregory Peck's portrayal of Atticus Finch in the 1962 classic To Kill a Mockingbird, which is pretty high praise. Yeah. Damn. Oh. I know In Bill Clinton's memoir He characterized Foster As a tall Handsome Wise Good man And writer Carl Bernstein Has, has described Foster As tall With impeccable manners And in a formal manner Elegant And perfectly tailored Suits And soft spoken
0: Oh Yes not, He
1: sounds kind of hot Yeah He's handsome Like southern hot yeah yeah, yeah. You know? yeah yeah He's very handsome Like he's gonna um, have
0: His like cup of tea On like On yeah. the yeah. veranda yeah. Out yeah.
1: front and, There is
0: an actor You know, you know he Or lemonade like- No he's gonna have A glass of lemonade <laughs> And he's gonna be like In one of those Like yeah, and he'll be in like a light colored tan kind yes. of like yeah. linenish. See, like suit. Sucker. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Okay. Oh. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs>
1: Oh God, this is gonna. This is gonna. <laughs> the laughing's gonna be bad in a minute. Oh, but no. oh God, oh no, <laughs> no, <laughs> Tina. Oh no. The ABA Journal reported that Foster was quote acknowledged by many as the soul of the firm. End quote. He appeared to experience only success at Rose Law. A partner later said quote I never saw a professional setback. Never, not even a tiny one. Oh, God. End quote. It, it,
0: oh God, this is then the. Tra- is this a tragic hero? Oh no. <laughs>
1: what did a he few, do? oh god a few grew five the firm grew five times its size during his time there and the arkansas bar association gave him a number of awards and in june 1993 would name him as its outstanding lawyer of the year he was also listed in the best lawyers in america book his wife lisa described him as driven to prevail staying up around the clock to prepare for big cases believing he would lose the case even though he rarely did she later viewed this as an early sign of depressed behavior by um, 1992 vince foster was as the Ro- washington post later wrote at the pinnacle of the arkansas legal establishment he was also an established figure in little rock society serving as the chair of the board of the arkansas repertory theater and belonging to the exclusive country club of little rock okay so now we know who this guy is right i know that was kind of heavy but like we sounds successful
0: he sounds like i mean he's a good guy
1: guy pro pro feminist like feminist clearly like wants to hire women like good guy yeah 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 good soul like the soul of the of a law firm jesus right okay oh no so after clinton's 1992 election where he wins the presidency foster joined clinton's presidential transition team okay so once clinton was inaugurated uh foster joined his white house staff as deputy white house counsel in early 1993 i mean how exciting is that very exciting this was this was despite Foster's initial reluctance to leave his little li- rock life behind and come to Washington. There, he worked under the White House counsel Bernard W. Nussbaum, although Nussbaum would consider the pair to be co-senior partners. He was also joined with two other Rose Law Firm partners, William H. Kennedy, who served as his, his associate counsel, and Webster Hubble, who became associate attorney general. All right, so, so the Clintons are... Yeah, so that, yeah, maybe. so that, yeah,
0: so, yeah. Like, and their
1: friends with them, right? Surrounding yeah, themselves with Yeah, I mean, these are
0: people they know. Yeah. And, and which I think all presidents do, by the well, way. Well, of course, like you want to bring people on council that you can trust. You know the and, best, exactly, yes. exactly, exactly. And his wife worked for them. I like, mean, these are people who work together. He's yeah. the soul of a, of a law firm. So right. he's the high-ranking guy in Little Rock. Yeah. Oh, shit.
1: So the Foster residence was a small rented house in Georgetown, Washington, in D.C., and Foster had difficulty making the transition to life and politics in Washington. Unlike some other Clinton-associated figures, he had no experience with campaigns or elected politics, um, electoral politics. His wife and youngest son were not with him, having stayed behind in Arkansas so the son could complete his senior year of high school. So he's alone. that makes sense. He's a family man. He's alone
0: now. And Little Rock versus D.C., Yeah, that's like... No, that's the right thing to do. It's worlds. a senior year. It's only a year. Yeah. Right. And I'm sure it's it's only they're visiting. A year, but still I can understand that it. it's like sort of a fish out of water situation. You're yeah. from like a smaller community right, right. where you're the big guy. And now and, you're and in the And is
1: like a, p- a monster pit. Yeah. You know, like and you who? Know, what kind of a nice wants guy, to guy wants there. Yeah. His initial role was in vetting potential administration appointees as one subject of the vetting process later said, quote, I wondered why I was being interviewed by the guy who would be deputy counsel seemed his job was to find out how honest I was and what level of ego I was bringing. It's a measure of how the Clintons trusted him End quote. But Foster found this involvement in vetting appointments caused him to be depressed and full of anxiety. Oh, no. Because he's got to judge people. Yeah. You know, he doesn't seem like that kind of person. Right. In particular, he blamed himself for the failed Zoe Bard uh, nomination. She was Clinton's nominee for a U.S. Attorney General. So this is, this is where this story, like, for me... We could we could go the rest of the year till the to the end of December and cover every single scandal that happened during the Clinton administration. Yeah. Monica Lewinsky aside. Right, right. You can there were so many things because the Republicans had the had Congress at the time. Remember we're talking about right. we're talking about New Gingrich. Yes. Right. And so they were <laughs> trying to pick at the Clintons for everything. Every nominee he put up for everything was being torn apart, right? right? This so, is their strategy
0: though. The Democrats yeah. don't well. Maybe now they might do it, but they didn't do it then. No, this
1: was the start of it, right? And the Clintons were like their number one target. Um, And so Zoe Bard was put up and she withdrew her name from consideration when it was learned that she and her husband had hired undocumented workers to service her chauffeur and nanny, and they didn't pay taxes or Social Security for them as employees. Now, they paid for their papers, like for them yeah. to come in, and whatever, uh,
2: but doesn't look good.
1: So Foster thought... I feel like probably everyone was doing
0: this in D.C. at the time. Probably.
1: But he thought that Baird uh, had been justified in following her lawyer's advice regarding the payment on taxes for the household employees, but he had failed to anticipate the political backlash that led to become what was becoming known as Nannygate, and it blemished <laughs> the early days of the administration so, so now was, he
0: feels guilty yeah oh and get and then they, and get then they out. Put go two, back to arkansas they put two
1: other lightly
0: decline yeah
1: and they put two other women up um La, kimba wood and lani ganier Okay. as also for u.s attorneys and they both also had to back out because oh, of other no. things that came up of like cases they had worked on or whatever for whatever reason they were putting and they, remember they ended up putting in um from miami what's her name oh for,
0: oh, oh oh uh janet Gen- Gen- yeah. Yeah. yeah so she janet ends up Rino. becoming attorney general yeah, yeah, right yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah um she was yeah except waco which i'd love to cover too um so he had to uh, here's another thing that happened he had to resign from the country club of little rock once it was put out there that it was an all-white membership oh guy and that became a political issue for the administration so it's another thing like it just keep piling up on him uh like Why I would, would say- he belong to that? Well, you know, it's it's not. I, I you okay. True, 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 true.
0: He's giving money. You true, know how expensive true, a true, freaking true. country club is.
1: Okay, absolutely, I agree. It
0: was nineteen ninety something. Come on, you're right.
1: Um, as Deputy Counsel Foster was also involved in a range of other matters including preparation of executive orders analyzing the legal effort of various policies examining international treaties discussing the ramifications of authorizations of use for use of military force and authorizing expenditures within the White House. So he's like all over the place with the work he's doing. He also worked on placing the Clintons financial holdings into a blind trust. He handled the Clinton's Madison guarantee and industrial development corporation paperwork, and also several whitewater related tax issues. Remember whitewater, another amazing, have we covered that? No, No. another, um, and he was involved in all of that. I remember that. So it's another thing that he was like (laughs) involved in. He worked 12 hour days, six or seven days a week. And although thin to begin with, he began losing weight. On May 8th, 1993, he gave the commencement address at the University of Arkansas Law School, his alma mater, and said, quote, this is part of his speech. Oh, no. Okay, it's a little long, but it's like, Jesus Christ. He's supposed to be encouraging people, right? <laughs> he's like, get and out while you can, get out. He's like, don't get do it. out. Don't ever move to D.C. <laughs> yeah. So he says, quote, the reputation you develop for intellectual and ethical integrity will be your greatest asset or your worst enemy. You will be judged by your judgment. Treat every pleading, every brief, every contract, every letter, every daily task as if your career will be judged on it. There is no victory no advantage, no fee, no favor, which is worth even a blemish on your reputation for intellect and integrity. Dents to the reputation in a legal profession are irreparable, end quote. One faculty member listening to it recalled telling another that it was, quote, the most depressing graduation <laughs> speech I've ever heard in both content and manner. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking awful. It's fucking
0: Don't make a awful. mistake.
1: yeah. So make one mistake,
0: your life will be be over. Yeah,
1: (laughs) but this is also like kind of like his wife said, like he was always working hard because he didn't want to fail, doesn't want to fail. And he must think in his, in whatever his, how his brain works, that if you fail, there's no coming back. And that's just not the case. It's not reality. And
2: if
0: he's in this, administration where they're picking apart everything where it's like everything you've yes. done they're like uh oh, here's a piece of evidence oh, yeah here's and it's a piece not just evidence. like
1: if you lose a case in Arkansas right. it's like all right well we'll try again in DC it's splashed on every single national yeah. global paper and it's it's like a spotlight on your failure and yeah. as someone who never wants to fail it's this is huge and wow. not wow, wow, good wow, wow. So four days after this, he gives this commencement speech. The White House travel office controversy erupted. Another controversy. So briefly, it began in May 1993. And when seven employees of the White House travel office were fired. And this action was unusual because executive branch employees typically remain in their posts for many years. So uh, through administrations. So So it's not not an office where they come in and go, all right, now all these people. No. So this is something that was was odd that it happened and the white house stated that the firings were done because financial improprieties in the travel office operation during previous administrations had been revealed by an fbi investigation critics contended the firings were done to allow friends of president bill clinton and first lady hillary rodham clinton to take over the travel business and the involvement of the fbi was unwarranted heavy media which happened There was a travel agency that on during the campaign for president, Little Rock, Arkansas travel agency did all the travel arrangements for the campaign. They then hired them to come in and be in the travel office. Oh, So that happened. They fired these seven people and said, oh, we have friends who do this and hired them. That's not cool. That's not cool. Not a good look.
0: Not a good look. No, no, no. But wow. Here's another instance of yet again on this podcast. We might be- Liberal, yeah, but we can call out bullshit behavior yeah. for the party that we are
1: affiliated. I am with, not unlike P.S. Republicans. I'd like to also state this. I, well, I don't want to say for I, every we've Republican, also so. we've also said this many times. I'm not a fan of Bill Clinton. I think he's a fucking creep. <laughs> He's a creep, A1 a one creep. Reaper. Yeah, he's a fucking adulterer. That I to the listen. It's one thing to be an adulterer, but when you're getting blowjobs in my fucking Oval Office, <laughs> I got a problem with you. And then you fucking lie about Go it. Go somewhere else. I Go got to a, a problem. Hotel. I got a problem with you. You use your power to your advantage in the fucking White House that we put you in, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Fuck you, Bill Clinton's a creep of the utmost level. Don't like him. Fuck off. <laughs> Heavy media attention forced the White House to reinstate most of the employees in other jobs and remove the Clinton associates from the travel I I mean, that's
0: like a really shitty thing. These are people that probably like, this is their career, Yeah, you know, in this office. And, you know, yeah. and, and that's cool. like, and right away, like, that's the thing that, that people hate
1: about politics. Right. And yes. it's all this
0: nepotism and favoritism. Yeah. It's not right. This is in May it's of 93.
1: Right. They get in. Th- Remember he's elected November 92. Yeah. He comes in January 93. Yeah. This is five months later. Give me a we break. already have nanny gate. We got this. Like what the fuck, bro? White yeah. water is bre- brewing. Oh,
0: God. Okay.
1: We don't have time. So, <laughs> that's what I feel about the Broward County school board. I watched the school board for the last six or seven months. And I go, are they able to get any work done? It's a goddamn circus. It's a circus. And now it's even worse with these five appointees, but it's like, oh, these five or, appointees, you know what I mean? Four. It's like four. They, they got to get out. But it's like such a fucking circus. I feel sorry for everybody there. Like, can you just get some work done, please? I don't know. Anyway, Ugh. Foster was the target of several critical Wall Street Journal editorials in June and July, 1993 with such titles, with titles such as quote, who is Vince Foster, Vincent Foster. He became quite upset over the travel office matter and the possibility of a congressional hearing at which he might have been called to testify. You know, disliking the public spotlight and having continued weight loss and Just insomnia, quit. Quit. he considered he considered resigning his position, but feared a personal humiliation upon returning to Arkansas. Who cares? I know, but who it's cares? a man. I well, it's and I the get ego, it, right? Well, like, and, and we know who this guy is now, right? Right.
0: So he doesn't want to come back, tail between the legs, being like, "Hey guys, yeah, here I am." It's not for me.
1: Five months in, so
0: what? Struggling just with depression. L. I miss my kid. I miss my family. Like I don't like yeah. DC. Like there's a million things that you could say.
1: I know. Struggling. to
0: talk anyway. They're probably talking now. Yeah. You know what I mean. True. True.
1: By the way, can we talk about how cute fucking Tina is right now? Hi. Oh my god, bitch! Look at this. Look, Look at this. Shoulder. I just saw, I looked over, saw your shoulder. I was like, yeah. <laughs> 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 struggling with. All right, let's get dark. Oh, no. Struggling with depression, Foster was prescribed the antidepressant medication Trazodone over the phone by his Arkansas doctor, and he started taking- Over the phone? He started taking a low initial dose, dosage. The next day, July 20th, 1993, Foster was found dead (gasps) in Fort Marcy Park, a federal park in Virginia, and Uh, he was 48 years old. Oh, my
0: God. Dude. And he's got his boy graduating. It's so
1: fucking sad. An autopsy uh, determined that he was shot in the mouth and <gasps> no other wounds were found on his body. Foster was holding the gun in his hand. Uh, An autopsy and subsequent investigations later confirmed that Foster had died by shooting himself once in the mouth with a 38 uh, caliber Colt revolver found at the scene and a draft resignation letter was found torn into 27 pieces in his briefcase. Oh no, and this just is resign. This is what the letter uh, said.
0: They put it back
2: together.
1: Girl, oh, hello, this is the no. muck. We're going to give it to you. You ready? Uh, yeah. It's several like sentences. Okay. So it says, I made mistakes from ignorance, inexperience, and overwork. I did not knowingly violate any law or standard of conduct. No one in the White House. This is his resignation letter. Okay. So he was planning on resigning. This is not a suicide note. Right. This is just like, here's all these things right. I, know why I need to get out. Okay. The second one said, no one in the White House, to my knowledge, violated any law or standard of conduct, including any action in the travel office. Um, there was no intent to benefit any individual or specific group. The FBI lied in the report to the AG. The press is covering up the illegal benefits they received from the travel staff. The GOP has lied and misrepresented its knowledge and role and covered up of of, up of a prior investigation. The usher's office plotted to have excessive costs incurred, taking advantage of Kaki. I don't know what that is. And HRC, which I'm assuming is Hillary Rodham Clinton. The public will never believe the innocence of the Clintons and their loyal staff.
0: Wow, what a
1: statement. Yeah. The WSJ editors lie without consequence. I was not meant for this job or the spotlight of public life in Washington. Here, ruining people is considered sport. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So it's very clear leading up to this. We know this is a suicide. Close case, right? Right. But because it's under the Clinton administration, and the Republicans have Congress, now we are going to investigate this for years. And the family, his sweet wife and their three children, for years have to put up with conspiracy theories and investigations that never fucking end. Oh
0: my God. Never. end.
1: And this is a part of of the story where I was like, what in the, I don't remember any of this, first of all. Second of all, it's like, what the fuck is going on? This is crazy. Wow. So because of the political climate and the drive to destroy the Clintons, Republicans took what was a clear suicide and exploited it for political gain. Although police found no evidence of foul play, several tabloids and newsletters speculated that Foster's death may have been a homicide, possibly involving the Clintons themselves. Oh my God. Who was so a here very close friend of them for since he was a child. So this is wild.
0: Yeah. Like this is where it starts, right? Like, and here we are you know decades later
1: pizza gate pizza gate the all the stuff are with our the pedophiles Clintons, like
0: like this is incredible yeah like it is incredible like that that this is the the the
1: onset of what we see today all you need you to know? do is give people a kernel of something right. wave at them when you're putting a sign up right all you need to do is give them yeah, a kernel the of a thing and they will take it And our society because we're humans and we're like you know, we've talked about this before. We're we're what what is it called? Uh, what am I thinking? You know, you, you can you can manipulate us yeah. so easily because we're humans, we're not yeah. machines. And so you give us one thing, and most people are like, Well, that sounds crazy. But then you got people who are like, Oh shit, you buy a cabinet off of Wayfair and oh there's a my- child inside of it. And it, you know what I mean? Like it's so fucking insane. It is. It's insane. So here we go. Oh,
2: this poor guy. So these invest
1: there was five official or governmental investigations into Foster's death all concluded How much money is that this? he died of suicide. The first investigation was conducted by, of course, the United States Park Police and in okay. whose jurisdiction the death was well, in that 1993. Be, that yeah. makes sense yeah. because of Foster's position in the White House. The FBI assigned and was assigned into, assisted in the investigation, as did several other state and federal agencies. The result of the investigation was released as a joint report from the Department of Justice, FBI, and the Park Police on August 10th, 1993. So a month later, and it stated quote the condition of the scene the medical examiner's findings and the information gathered clearly indicate that mr foster committed suicide end quote end of story no investigations by a coroner independent counsel robert b fisk in a 58 page report released on june 30th 1994 also concluded that foster's death was a suicide they had an independent counsel look into this Again, I I would
0: love the bill. I I would love to see the cost of all of these investigations. That it's taxpayer money.
1: A year after.
0: Took a year for that. There's better things to be doing with money and time. Yeah.
1: And what's this 58-page report? The report made use of FBI resources and incorporated the views of several experienced pathologists. It It concluded, quote, the overwhelming weight of the evidence compels the conclusion that Vincent Foster committed suicide in Fort Marcy Park on July 20th, 1993, end quote. A pair of investigations by the U.S. Congress found that Foster died of suicide. One was by Representative William F. Klinger Jr. of Pennsylvania, the ranking Republican of the House Government Reform and Oversight Committee, oh, a who reached this conclusion in, in his findings um, that were published on August 12, 1994. This was in the same time that the uh, the Robert Fist Independent Counsel was yeah. doing the investigation. They're doing They're like, the same why? investigation. Why? The other was by. They just by, want to keep it in
0: the news. Yeah.
1: The fourth one was by the Senate Committee on Banking, Housing, and Urban Affairs, wherein both the majority Democrats and minority Republicans on the committee developed findings that reached the same conclusion reports on January 3rd, 1995. Wow. Uh, two years later. So. Despite all of this, theories of a cover-up persisted. However, some of which were uh, brought on by this thing called the Arkansas Project. So the Arkansas Project was a series of, a series of investigative press reports funded primarily by conservative businessman Richard Mellon Skyfe, who also is a lunatic, uh, that focused on criticism of then-President Bill Clinton and his administration. Skyf, uh spent nearly $2 million on this project. And what is it? Like just digging into yep. past governor a stuff. A lot of the like- girlfriends and the girls, the women that he was fucking around with um, were were all like found in this, okay? And then all that stuff was given to like Ken Starr mean- when Kenneth Starr was brought in to investigate Whitewater and that's how the Lewinsky thing comes out and <sighs> blah, 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 right? So after a three-year investigation, Whitewater Independent Counsel Ken Starr released a report on October 10th, 1997, also concluding that the death was a suicide. <laughs> A final investigation led by the <sighs> Pro- special prosecutor, Kenneth Starr, also concluded there was no evidence to support the claim that Foster was murdered. Starr's report addressed several additional questions about physical and forensic evidence that had previously fueled speculation about the case. So he's actually even taking into account, by the way, white taking account, Whitewater, he did this because, uh foster was an attorney for the clintons on their whitewater property investments that's why he looked into it but okay so the report established that foster owned the handgun used in the suicide he confirmed the body had not been moved from its position prior to its discovery by police the report concluded that quote in sum based on all of the available evidence which is considerable the oic which is the office of independent Counsel, agrees with the conclusion reached by Every official entity that has examined this issue, Mr. Foster committed suicide by gunshot in Fort Marcy Park on July 20th, 1993.
2: End quote. In response,
1: Sheila Foster Anthony, Vince Foster's sister, said she agreed with Starr's findings, but criticized his investigation for having taken so long, thus contributing to the existence of, quote, (laughs) ridiculous conspiracy theories proffered by those who, with a profit or political motive, end quote. Right? Wow! So the inclusion, wow. no, so this, you know, wait till you hear this, cause you're going to fucking uh, blow up. The con—The conclu- uh, ca- include—the inclusion of Foster's death in the star investigation and the length of time it took was in part due to the role of star associate counsel, Brett Kavanaugh. What? <laughs> dude, Uh, dude. <laughs> oh, wait till you hear this. Kavanaugh's role in this this became controversial two decades later during his Supreme Court nomination process. Now, I know because what was happening when he was nominated, we were talking about- The um, the women. The the girl that he- Yeah, that was the thing that was for me. Absolutely. But this was part of it too. So here's what happens. After a thorough investigation, the first independent counsel investigation by Robert Fisk, right, concluded in 1994 that there was nothing to the conspiracy theories and that Mr. Foster suffered depression and then killed, killed himself. But shortly after the Senate report was released, Mr. Kavanaugh convinced Mr. Starr to reopen what he called a full-fledged investigation of the Foster matter, telling his colleagues as justification that quote We have received allegations that Mr. Foster's death related to President re, was death related to Mr. to President and Mrs. Clinton's involvement in Whitewater and other alleged scandals." End quote. Wow. Because I think even then, Brett Kavanaugh was like under the thumb of like these right well, apparently so yeah how old was he then oh he was young there's i got a picture of him yeah at he's got to be yeah. like you know a newly fledged yeah. attorney so to two last things in 2004 the supreme court ruled unanimously in national archives and records administration verse favish that the pictures of the scene in autopsy should not be released so oh. somebody was fighting to get pictures in 2004
0: what is what? people were obsessed like, like family alone. i think because of
1: her running for office like her right. to be president, like they wanted to use these photos in a way to like sh- like you know what i mean continue to
0: smear yeah. this family
1: but here how about this this is the end and it's fucking insane to me oh my god the suicide was nevertheless continued to fuel speculation then president uh presidential candidate donald trump made news in 2016 when he remarked with the Washington in an interview with the Washington Post that Foster's death was very fishy, end quote, and added, quote, I will say there are people who continue to bring it up because they think it was absolutely a murder. I don't do that because I don't think it's fair, end quote.
0: You just brought it up to yep. shit. This is what he
1: would always do. Oh, Why would not say this? But this is what people yeah. think. 2016. Wow. And in response to that, Foster's wife writes an an editorial, and I think it was in the New York Times, forgive me, I think it was, and she was just like, "This my family has never been at peace because every Republican could could use this. When the Clintons come up, my husband's death, which was a tragic, tragic death for our family and our children, gets dragged back out into the news. It's it's despicable, basically, that Donald Trump is doing this. And leave my husband's name out of your mouth. Like, what the fuck? Wow. That's terrible. Isn't this awful? It's... It's
0: the complete disregard. Yeah. The thing though that the guy in Arkansas spent 2 million dollars mm. to dig into Clinton's past like where's our democrat person doing this for DeSantis, you know what I mean? Yeah. For 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 Matt Gates like can we do we have a rich democrat that has 2 million dollars to waste of on course. an investigation Ugh, private girl, eyes girl
1: private eye i watching, watching you. you. they, they see something, so. <laughs> And I'm watching you, watching yes. you, watching you. Holland Oats can get it.
0: Oh, okay. Okay.
1: <laughs> Together or separately? Like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> that mustache, honey. Ooh. Mm. Once upon a time. Boring. It was the best of times. It was the worst. You got that right. What's your problem? We want new stories. Hi, it's Frankie. And Garrett. And we host the Ever Trending Story, a weekly podcast where we bring to life a fictional story created by our own minds and some of the hottest, craziest trends from the internet. Find us wherever you download podcasts and be sure to join the fun on social media at Ever Trending Pod. All right, are you ready? Oh, yes. Today. Today. Uh-huh.
0: I'm going to tell you the story of former Kauai County Councilman, Arthur Brune. Okay. So Arthur Bruhn won a seat on the Kauai County Council in Hawaii, but... When he deals drugs as a side hustle. Oh, for fuck's sake. Brune's career goes up in smoke. <laughs> hey. <laughs> oh my gosh. What the fuck? <laughs> this story was so funny. I mean, it's sad. It's sad, but oh, it's not kind of funny. So our story takes place. <laughs> of course it's sad. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not like totally sad. Not sad like it's your story. Tina. But
1: okay. Okay. So
0: our story takes place in Hawaii in Kauai County, which mm. covers the islands of Kauai, Ni'ihau, lehua and cola or kaula very good I, I, yeah i tried really
1: hard do you to think make there's sure there's any them? part of hawaii that's ugly no like you could say Kauai to me and i'm like i bet it's fucking gorgeous yeah, it's, it's there amazing. like do you even there's never a sentence but like <laughs> Hawaii's just so dog shit ugly like there's no, no way you're ever gonna no, say that right I and mean, your beaches and yeah. trees and oh. yeah oh god beautiful
0: so i couldn't find much on this guy as far as background um but alan Paricini wrote an article about his connection to Brune and there he noted that Brune first ran for a council seat in 2014 and then again in 2016. Mm. I found an old article from the Garden Island that announced Brune's 2014 run and quoted him as saying, quote, I just want to make a difference. All right. Oh, no. Big deal. But Parachini <laughs> also noted that Brune had some early arrests, uh, one in 2003 and the other in 2004. So the two thousand three arrest had to do with felony theft and computer fraud, which he served ten days for. Okay. Okay. (laughs) And Pericini explained that the two thousand four arrest was Due to domestic abuse, Ooh, possession ah. of drug paraphernalia, uh oh, and attempted assault, and resisting arrest. Holy shit. But after a plea deal, he ended up having to serve just two days in jail. So he doesn't spend a lot of jail time, but he's got this background. And then he, he's running for office in like 2014. So mm-hmm. of course, like okay. this past is going to roll back up. This,
1: this, this now we have a question. Yeah. Is there ever a time when there's a candidate who has been arrested- that you would be okay voting for. Like, what, like, what you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, yeah, I think you know what I mean? Like, You changed. go, you go oh, okay, maybe they're reformed. Right, right. right.
0: I, feel, I feel like if it's you for minor mean? things. But but I hear this and I go, changed. this doesn't sound good. Assault, yeah.
1: domestic violence. Like, I don't, I don't no, think no. so. Assault to me, like, if like, it's
0: any violence towards a woman, like, I'm sorry, I'm I can't out. forgive that. I right. can't forgive it. I can't vote
1: for it. Even if it's been, oh, it's been 10 years. I but, don't but, care. You know what it's, I mean? Like, there's something else there. There's something that
0: shows with temper. You know
1: what I mean? I can't.
0: If it's so other, it depends minor, on what they're arrested
1: for.
2: Yeah, and
0: if it's minor things when someone was, like, you know, maybe a, a young kid. kid, like 19, 20 in college, like some yeah. kind of. But if it's rape, if it's assault, oh, if it's violence, on. if it's anything like that, like, I'm out.
1: I don't know. <laughs> Me too. So, you don't think, you may have to make an excuse. You're absolutely yeah. right. <laughs> and
0: the abuse that he would, that domestic abuse was for his, it was at the time his girlfriend, but later on she became his wife.
1: Oh, God, um, okay. okay. And the
0: drug paraphernalia was for crystal meth.
1: Good? Yes. What?
0: Yeah. So it's not like, oh, he was just like smoking a joint somewhere. You know what I mean? Like, All it's right. a hard drug. It's a hard drug. <laughs> <laughs> oh we've up the, the ante there. So. Yeah, it's a little bit. A and little bit. Oh. Pericini also noted that during his election campaigns, <laughs> Bruno. <laughs> It's a lot, Crystal. <laughs> it's a, a lot. lot. That's funny. <laughs> um, that he was—he was open though about his past arrest, like he wasn't well, trying to hide it. Yeah, you have to. Be and his past part. drug use, and he claimed to have been sober for at least a decade. So he's okay. like, well, "This stuff happened. I'm sober now," and he was open about it. Okay. And uh, the other thing I thought that was fun is I found his old Q and A that, like, uh, it was the Honolulu Civil Beat did like a Q and A with the candidates uh-huh. in 2018 because he had, you know, uh, one and then he was running again. And there it noted that he, it was a no party affiliation. And I don't know if that meant like he had no party affiliation or the seat was like an NPA seat. Okay. Cause it was like a right, council right, seat. Right, right. And one question asked about his communication with constituents. And he said, I try to be out in the community at events and public meetings as much as possible. It takes an individual commitment from each public official to make themselves available. And we're going to see that he certainly made himself available to some of his constituents <laughs> <Uh-oh>. and
2: provided <laughs>
0: them with things that they desired. <laughs> so <laughs> Let's go. Oh, my God. So our major incident. So Perattini reported that over the years, um, Brun, you know, in addition to those arrests, he also had several traffic incidents, minor things like driving without a license. And so the major incident ends up having to do with this one Uh, where he gets pulled over okay okay so he gets he gets pulled over for some like it was like you know failing to stop or whatever right and a a cop pulls him over and the cop is like reaching in his car to like let me shut off the engine and he he takes off so like the (gasps) cop ends up getting hurt and he and like they're chasing him down and then he throws out a one pound bag of meth out the window. What? <laughs> which was a lot. <laughs> a lot. Holy shit! So, which the cops saw, of course, yeah. and they
2: recovered.
1: <laughs> and that's what leads to his. Oct- <laughs> oh my god! That's a what leads to the <laughs> pound of meth fly on the window. Is not invisible, sir. <laughs> uh,
0: that's what like leads to the 2019 arrest. But they've been kind of like watching and filming oh, and recording. No. You know, there's all this stuff that's been <laughs> happening. <laughs> So,
1: <laughs> the mind of a criminal will never stop being fascinating. It's so to me. great.
0: So, several sources, <laughs> including Casey Harlow's reporting for Hawaii Public Radio, noted that while Brune served on City Council, oh god, as vice chair, in fact, yeah. he was also the kingpin for a meth drug ring on the islands. Like, oh my, he was like god. one of the head guys involved no. in an entire. Freaking meth ring. Holy yeah. shit. Like working with gang members. Why would like, he run for office? What are you doing?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Why would you do this? I know.
0: <laughs> it makes
1: no sense.
0: I was like, what? Was like, you're, making you, I- <laughs> you're making bank. and then
1: You're making bank. You're like, oh, it's Tuesday. You gotta yeah. go to the council meeting. I- Get I- the yeah. fuck out of here. <laughs> what are you doing? Oh my God. So he and about
0: 10 others were part of this drug sweep. And he, from he all was, the articles. He loves politics. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah. All the articles and the evidence, like he was the head guy. Oh my so, god! Um, this is crazy. Yeah. So it was like so. Not only did he just sell these drugs, his supplier was allegedly a guy named Malule Umo mm-hmm. um, Umu. I'm, I'm not I'm going to pronounce it wrong, but he was supposedly the head of a gang known as the United Samoan Organization, which is like a real, like hardcore big gang. And this it sounds gang, like a real group yeah no, no no this investigation- is, uh, yeah. Uh, 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 no this is an investigation
1: organization sounds like a
0: legitimate yeah no this is a legitimate organization and this guy was involved as like the head of this gang and then the gang was also it was a prison gang and so <laughs> they were because i guess what happened is when like nsa and all that with like extra security and, and flying planes and drugs right, coming right, out, right. it got harder and harder for that so they start working just like the prison system and oh, so, my God. Right. So they're running a lot of drugs in and out of the prison. And so the, the brune is involved in all this.
2: Holy yeah. shit.
0: And my favorite part, though, is not only was he the vice chair when he got busted, he was also the chairman of the public safety committee. <laughs> like we're here to keep the public safe meanwhile he's dealing meth to people this reminds me so
1: <laughs> this reminds me so much of your story oh early God. early muck early uh, muck with the guy in san francisco who was getting awards for being like anti-gun and oh a gun, gun and he was a gun runner <laughs> yes like yes. holy
0: shit dude yeah i mean it's just so ironic what was the name of that
1: with the boy what was the, the we named the episode oh, oh shrimp boy shrimp boy <laughs> <laughs> go listen to shrimp boy that's a great <laughs> tina's story was oh, incredible it was so funny so good
0: so yeah, you know, let's let's keep the public safe. But well let yeah. me just sell some folks some meth on the side. It's yeah, fine. No big deal. It's fine. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Oh my God. And then wait, I said instead of breaking bad, they wound up breaking
1: Brune. Oh, <laughs> Dina. Look at her. This is what she what she <laughs> so wrote sister. this at home, she was laughing like this I to was, herself. I yeah. was. And her husband was like, what the
0: fuck? Oh my god, yes, yes. So um so from what I read in um this article by Harlow the uh, Kauai cops started looking into the drug trafficking and the more they dug the larger they realized that the scheme was and so they brought the feds in which included aft the you know the firearms um the fbi and even homeland security and so this is no joke like this is like (laughs) a serious you know drug ring that they are trying to bust and the investigation really went underway around june of 2019 and then you know um he ends up arrested in October. So, you know, they're, they're following up with this. And they also found out that like, not only was he selling the drugs, but he would trade sexual favors for drugs too. Wait, what? Yeah. Like, oh, you want something like, <gasps> oh, you with gotta women. Get, he, yeah. Like, oh my God. Oh. Uh, so, wow, the other creep. thing that they alleged, they said, like, they're like, look, Brune doesn't have any respect for law enforcement. So, clearly. And, and the, the main thing that they cited was that when that cop reached his hand in to, like, you know, turn off the ignition, it resulted in harm to that officer's arm. And according to K H O N, the tapes r- later revealed Brune saying, his fault he got hurt. The cop stuck his arm in the car is why he had this assault case. So he's just like, wow, I, like, you know, like I'm not responsible for anything. It's his fault. That kind of what attitude. A,
1: what an interesting human being this yeah. is. I can't get over this guy.
0: So after the feds finished their investigation, they reveal their findings. Now, this is so, sort of all told for everyone involved, because remember, Brune is the ringleader. There's about 11 folks arrested who were associated with the crime. And the Honolulu Civil Beat reported that four kilos of meth like after they like seize everybody were seized along with thousands of dollars in cash. Like it's a lot. Oh my
2: God. So
0: and they found that allegedly um that Brune sold drugs for cash in large amounts to uh UMU on at least eight situations. So like these are like large transaction deals oh that's happening. Oh my gosh. So the charges were drug trafficking, assault of a federal law enforcement officer, witness tampering, evidence tampering, and firearm offenses. So at the time of his arrest, the Honolulu Civil Beat reported that then-Mayor Derek Kawakami had this to say about Brune. This highlights the reality that addiction knows no bounds and does not discriminate. Mm. On a personal level, it has been difficult to watch what has transpired with Councilmember Brune's personal situation. This is a testament to the hardships everyone deals with in their personal lives and the repercussions of the decisions we make as individuals. So the mayor kind of saw this as a drug addict going to whatever means necessary to maintain their addiction. And that's sort of what he said, like, I'm this addict, like, I use this opportunity to keep myself in supply of meth, like, and so he really, made, that's, that's kind of what he was saying, but he's dealing like, Would you, wouldn't you
1: know if he was a meth addict? I, I don't know. Like,
0: aren't his fingers burned? I don't know. Like, but what the, are, are they the signs? like space the yeah. fuck out too? I, I don't
1: know. I don't know either. I don't so, know about I don't know about drugs. Brune, of
0: course, does not resign. <laughs> why would and why would he? Why would he?
1: Why would he? These motherfuckers never disappoint.
0: And the thing is, like, so he he requested <laughs> to be like bonded out and they they denied that request, but he was earning five thousand two hundred dollars a month oh my on God. his salary. So he uh, you know he's why would he give that up? So he's like, I'm gonna stay on, I'm not gonna resign, so he can keep collecting money while wow. he's in jail. Wow. wow. It's kind of messed up. It is
1: messed up, but it's, you know, there's no, listen, he's a drug dealer. He's got no, no center. There's no moral center. And
0: people weren't having it. You know, they were like, they started a change.org position. They're like, we got to get him out. Like, they were like really upset. Like, you know, the local community. Yeah. According to Harlow's article, Brune pled not guilty to 10 felony charges. And even though he pled not guilty, the feds stressed that there was still a ton of evidence against him um, in the form of the wiretaps and the video. But then by November, so he's first arrested, not, oh, he's like not guilty. But then by November, like a month later, he pleads guilty to the charges. Lord. Because he was facing life in prison. Holy shit. And the deal originally was supposed to be for 15 years. Like, he's like, let me make this plea deal. And the judge, um, he told the judge at the time, I got no excuse. I take full responsibility for it. I'm guilty of all charges, your honor. So he's like, okay. Okay. Um, And then, like I said, like he basically said that he was doing this to keep like keeping his own meth habit. It like helped him keep him in drugs. And according to Aaron Brady's Newsweek article, Brune's attorney, Rustam Barbie, commented on Broome's character stating, good people sometimes make bad mistakes. Arthur Brune, for most of his life, has been a good person. And it's like, well, he had (sighs) assault charges, you know, and- some people make bad mistakes like a bad mistake is maybe maybe yeah. you sold a, yeah. a, a tiny thing like you're a drug kingpin yeah. like that's not, a tiny, that's not a bad yeah. mistake these are plans that you've made this is <laughs> like, huge this is like, huge. like you're running with a gang leader yeah
1: no no no, no i no. mean come on bro
0: so when he makes that original plea deal for the 15 years though uh, the honolulu civil beat reported that the judge u.s district judge Derek watson was like no 15 years Not enough time, buddy. I'm rejecting that. So he's like, he rejects the plea. Oh, shit. And instead, May of 2022, he sentences him to 20 years in prison. Dang. Oh, this just happened. So, yeah, it happened in 2019. But, you know, it takes forever for these cases to go through. And I would imagine that 2020 probably, like, slowed a lot of things down. Right, right, right. And we're still probably dealing with, like, a backlog from that. Yeah. So U.S. Attorney for Hawaii, Claire E. Connors, had this to say uh, about Brune after sentencing. As methamphetamine trafficking continues to plague Hawaii as one of the worst crime problems in our state, the fact a publicly elected official let a criminal organization engage in such activity magnifies the seriousness of this matter. Yeah. And ATF uh, agent Jonathan T. McPherson stated, it is deeply disturbing that an elected official, particularly one who was the vice chair of the Kauai County pa- Council's Public Safety and Human Services Committee, <laughs> would engage in such a pattern of lawlessness and disregard for the welfare of community. I mm. mean, you're on the Public Safety Committee. Imagine Sharing the Public Safety Committee and then you're like, Oh my god. Do you have kilos of meth that you're dealing with? It's insane. It's so stupid. So, like with the aftermath, it was just like every I mean, everybody ends up sort of fa- all his associates are found guilty. And um the one thing I thought that was kind of funny, when he entered his plea, um, he shows up in court in a wheelchair with his arm in a sling. <laughs>
1: it's like every a great, great it's, godfather it's, yeah, like got good fellas, yeah the girls, all, the, the, god, all the, the heads of the family come in they're
2: dying oh my god oh, so, so so
0: good when he was in that whole car chase like he ended up in an accident and in yeah. that accident like he hurt um it led to like the injury of a six-year-old and his dad oh like my god so but he's in there so he's like hurt from this accident but it's like come on guy Ooh, you're uh, trying to get some sympathy yeah but it just made me laugh i'm like oh my god um <laughs> And the other thing that I found interesting is that Brune met um, Umu, uh, the gang leader, mm-hmm. in a prison reentry program. And oh when Umu God. got out of jail, <laughs> Brune would hang out with him. <laughs> but Brune would bring him places and introduce him, you know, like, hey, uh, you know, here I am with the gang leader, you know, like, and, and like to, to intimidate people and show people, like, look how much power I have. Like, what
2: in the hell? Yeah.
0: Yeah. But it's weird. Like, oh, a prison reentry, like, that's supposed to help people rehabilitate.
1: Yeah but they instead, they, friends, yeah. they make up friends scheme. and start yeah start <laughs> committing crimes
0: together. Oh my god, so that's the story of the meth peddling oh. councilman Arthur Brune. It's
1: so good. I also love <laughs> like there's this thing oh. where I say I think to myself like oh. you're doing the like this huge Crime, right? Oh my god. And then he gets pulled over and he decides to run. Like i know in what part do you think you're (laughs) not getting caught in any I know. And they know who you are. Yeah. You're a public figure. (laughs) It's just like (laughs) like where are you gonna go? Where are you going? Oh
0: where are you gonna go? It's ridiculous.
1: But at least if you're if you know you're committing the crime, you know that you're guilty, just be like, All right, you got me. Like, what is this? Yeah, I don't know. Damn. I know. So good, Tina. It's so funny. It's so funny. Yeah. Well, listen, this comes out November 2nd. So I just want to remind everybody, if you haven't voted, please go and vote. Please, uh, if you're in Florida especially, (laughs) do me a favor. Really? God, so many states. Vote blue, please. I know you know that I'm not a fan of all the candidates on the ticket, but. We got to do it. If we can at least. Val Demings. If we can at least get, Val Demings, yes, but if we can at least get Charlie Crist Oh my God! To hop his grasshopper ass into the if governor's we mansion, have Christ- we could stop stuff. So, we um, could, and he could, and he could put a bill in that where he could pass something that would turn this abortion thing around a little bit. So, so you remember
0: um, Michael Moore bowling yeah. for Columbine yeah. and all that? And so, during the twenty sixteen election, I don't know if you remember, like he was coming out saying, "We're going to lose, we're yeah. going to lose, we're yeah. going to lose," like, and he's called it. Mm. He has recently come out to say that he, he the way that he sees it he thinks it's going to be a blue wave sweep that democrats are sweeping and i'm like you know he's been right every time well I guess we'll see <laughs> but, i, I
1: but, don't know the right now as of as of yesterday the republicans right? for early voting are 30,000 votes ahead of democrats and democrats are always early voters so i'm very and concerned. it's midterms i'm concerned it's because midterms, midterms like democrats never vote for midterms
0: and there's so many people that just like they don't care yeah you know they'd rather go and they don't realize one it's so quick like i went you know, oh, yeah. listen, I feel like we're so busy. You know, we had a meeting Monday. Yeah. We had, you know, there's always a meeting. There's a thing that we're doing. We're, we're walking for candidates. We're doing stuff. And somehow I managed to go and vote. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I took my son swimming. Listen, I went for a run. I went and voted. I went early back voting and picked is, him up. Like,
1: yeah, it's so the, quick. But the early voting is such a great opportunity too. Like I'm going to it's Saturday morning. Like, I don't, I'm going to go early vote. Yeah. I'm going to go on with, like, all the things I need to do today. But, like, the, they give you every opportunity to and really do it, it. And they open them by, like, seven in the morning. Like, yeah. it's so easy to go and, and do it. And if you're
0: not sure, like, who I need to vote for, like, look up yeah. your local well, Democratic party. And they put <laughs> cards out. They put, some,
2: you know what I mean? Like, that. even though we have it for Fine. Broward, but...
1: I was just like, going to say that too. I was look just going to say that. I think that it gets overwhelming because you start going down the ticket and you see judges and you see yeah. amendments. Here's my advice. And I, I'm, I'm going to say this as somebody who's like, I, I, I have to know everybody I'm voting for. If you're not that informed, but you know, DeSantis is bad. If you go and vote and on your ballot, you only pick Charlie Crist and turn. Cause you're like, I don't know anything else. And Val Demings. All right. Yeah. If that's the case. I'm Okay. Yeah. Just go do that. If we can have votes against DeSantis and yeah. you don't know judges, you don't know amendments, that's okay. Just vote for Kristen Demings and get the fuck out. Yeah. You I don't, don't have, go, you God have bless you. to bubble. You don't yeah. have to bubble
0: up anything. Yeah. You don't
1: have just just yeah. do the races you know we can, we can, we need the help in. Yeah. And those are the races. If you don't know your house and rep don't or whatever, randomly I'm okay. vote. And, I'm and the okay okay other thing is, just, even though it's cringy inside right. my head right now, I'm cringing about right. it, just go do it. <laughs> to get them out right but don't randomly
0: vote for things that you don't know right you know what i mean leave it blank you can leave it blank blank. but you can you can bring your cell phone in there yep and you can can look stuff up and and you can bring cards and absolutely like take the minute we're online every single day you know what i mean like just do a quick look up your local democratic uh, party if you're a democrat and and and,
1: and find the information that you need and if they don't recommend judges because some parties aren't allowed to do that Don't don't do judges. I'm perfectly fine with it. Yeah. But please vote for Charlie Crist. Please Please. vote for Val Demings. And then leave and go have a night. And go reward yourself. Uh, You know, treat yourself. Because you just treated us to democracy that we need in this state. Oh my God, please. Because we're in so much trouble.
0: I'm so afraid. Yes, it's it's bad. And then I saw, I saw, I was on TikTok. And they were saying that in Pennsylvania, Uh that the Pennsylvania Republicans Uh are now calling for women who have abortions to be charged with murder.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's next. That's next.
0: Yeah, Right. But then they were like, but also women are registering to vote in Pennsylvania in record numbers. And it's like, let's do it. Yeah. Let's do it.
1: Well, that's why we DeSantis, that's why DeSantis on the debate times. stage will not oh. act of, ask, answer the direct question of, are you going to ban abortions? He will not at, answer the question. He's scared. Because he knows, just like yeah. how Chip Lamarca knows. When I saw those ads, I thought to myself, wow, he's really trying to not be a Republican. Why? Because they've done their own polling. Right. And they know people are pissed about abortion and Republicans with everything that's happening there. He knows that. So what he's trying to fucking sell his sorry ass as is I'm a moderate who's not screaming at people. Meanwhile, he puts tweets out like that, basically blaming the Pelosi's for being attacked by a a lunatic. And the voting record is
0: what counts. The voting record, you could be silent. All day, every day. He's a liar. But you check the boxes, and if he, if you I check if, the boxes if, if he, against women, that's what you do, yeah. and
1: that's it. So you can sit and pretend, but your voting record is public. Yeah, we're not dumb, and you. Try, but that's what he's counting on. Right, he's counting on you not knowing. Right, he's counting on you not looking. He's counting on you being dumb, because that's the only way he gets reelected. Is that we don't look. We don't. And look. I'm telling
0: you. I'm telling you. So um, our dear friend, Melissa Schiff, had posted this thing about Texas, about open carry and permitless mm-hmm. guns. That's coming too. And and that's coming to Florida. So we're going to have a, a ban on abortion and we're going to have open carry in the state of Florida. And we talked about it before of how incredibly dangerous that would be. And that story in Texas was very interesting if you read the article, that it talked about how this man with a permitless carry he he and his wife got robbed at an ATM machine. So he's like, I'm going to shoot the robber, right? Because good guys with guns, they beat the bad guys with guns. So he just shoots. And instead of it hitting hit the assailant who robbed him, it the bullet went into a car passing by and killed a nine-year-old girl. And then he was in court with his head hanging low because he feels awful about what he's done. So wild fucking can, west. It's going to be the why In Florida, can you imagine nope. what it's going to be like? Nope. It's going to be crazy like for your own safety for the safety of children in this state like this is insane and I I keep questioning
1: if we go to open carry and abortion bans
0: can I still live here I, I, don't, live
1: here uh, I like, don't want to live uh, here anymore I don't want to live uh, here anymore I don't want to live here I cannot say that enough I cannot say that enough and I and I and mm, I and we love this I state. love this <laughs> fucking state and it's but, so but sh- it's so mind blowing to me because when you don't live here and it's on the outside and we talked about this last week, people on the outside look at Florida and there's no hope for Florida. Democrats outside of Florida are like, are you out of your fucking mind? You live in a red state. We need yeah. to wake up to the fact like, what the fuck are we doing? Can we change the tide? Hopefully I will be dead by the time that happens. Honestly, it'll be years and years and years and I'll be an old fucking woman by the time that actually happens. We are not Georgia. We don't have no. that kind of fight. We are lazy as Fuck. And we let this motherfucker do whatever he wants. I know. And we elect people who give him whatever he wants. And then he's going to run for president.
2: Oh and then my- all you motherfuckers
1: who didn't help Florida get him out of office yep. can fucking live with that. <laughs> Yeah, they you will know what it's King, like. Little King DeSantis. Fucking Marco Rubio, that oh, little fucking his prick, ads by me the off. way. Who Oh I okay, one of his campaign workers, his canvas one of his canvassers, was beat up in a neighborhood. <laughs> and they said, we don't like Republicans here, and they beat the shit out of him. Guess what? He's a neo-Nazi. Oh well. He's one of the leading neo-Nazis Good. in the Proud Boys in Miami. Get his ass. Uh, he but, should but his ass But Marco Rubio doesn't mention that. That you have neo-Nazis passing out your literature. Wow. Punch Nazis. That's okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm okaying that. Yeah. If someone, cause you know that loudmouth little prick, everybody knows who this guy is. He was up there when they were trying to take down the statues in Hollywood. City of Hollywood. Like he's a fucking prick. You know, he walked around those neighborhoods. and was like, yeah, white power shit. And they beat the shit out of him in Hialeah. They said, not in our neighborhood. Wow. So, and also they said, Republicans aren't welcome here. Republicans and neo-Nazis are together. Yeah. That's what you are voting Republican. That's what it is now. You are voting to support Nazis in this country. Fuck you. Go fuck yourself. How dare you? We're waving Nazi flags and banners on highways in Florida and Los Angeles. Get the fuck out of here. And the literature that's going out. No, it's, we don't stand for that here. And that's what I'm going to say to Chippelmarca. I'm going to say your party is supported by Nazis, bro. Time to reevaluate. Right. Figure it out. Reevaluate what you're doing. It's just, it's like, what is You happening? know, I don't even know I why can't. I get so mad about Chipamarca. He's got no power. I know. I <laughs> he's know. a nobody. I know. I he's know. a nobody. But, but he symbolizes, to me, he does. He yeah. symbolizes what's wrong with the state and his yeah. local
0: and. Yeah. To me, you know, he could have a voice. He could have a voice. He could be a Republican
1: who legitimately stands up against his party. You could, you could really be a moderate, a moderate, but you're not, you're not just because you voted against one. The the, the, don't, don't don't say gay. You vote against one thing. Now you're a moderate. Fuck yourself. Yeah. And you motherfucker.
0: Linda called him out on it when it was in committee. He let it go and he had his little excuse for it. But give me a break. Yeah. You're a you prick. You know what you're doing. You're a prick. You're no you know what you're and if his vote would have counted. Yeah. If his vote would have really counted, he would have voted with his party a hundred
1: percent. Yep. And if he was really proud of being pro life, he would tout that in the commercials. You he would doesn't. put that on your Twitter. But you don't do that. You don't talk about how you voted pro life because you're a Catholic. As if that should matter. Sorry. Take your Catholic religion and shove it up your fucking ass. That should not step into <laughs> the, the, the Capitol. Being what? Catholic does yeah, not step no, into true. the Capitol. And if you do that, you're not. You should not be an elected official. Like I said before, go work for the Catholic Church. Yeah, that's who you should work There's for. There's a lot
0: of organizations that you can.
1: Yeah, um, it's not being a lawmaker. Your because position. we don't all subscribe to your religion. We no. don't all follow that. That's you're true. supposed to represent everybody in District 100. And what's best for the people here, not what's best when you get on your knees on Sunday morning and take the fucking, that uh you know old wafer. Oh my God, that's <laughs> not part of
0: this. That maybe the wafer in Dairy Girls, the you know the the Cuckoo Girl, the the yeah. tall thin one who's just like kind of like space cadet. Yeah, she's like, I wonder how many wafers it, it takes to make the whole body of Jesus. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh yeah, I said I that. So I, said that to my, I said that to my <laughs> ex-husband this week. I
1: was like something about communion. He goes, "The body of Christ." I said, oh, "I gotta go. I gotta go. Time to go." How many wafers does it take to to, to when you've eaten a full Jesus? <laughs> oh my god, it's so fucked. It's oh, true. by the way, go watch Vatican Girl on on Netflix. Oh, go watch it. Okay, it's insane. The Catholic okay. Church are fucking criminals. <sighs> the end. Well, listen, the fucking end.
0: I told you, like we are. I'm now, I'm now recovering Catholic. Like I appreciate, Mm -mm. you know, um, where my my family is coming from, but for years, yeah. And for years for, I mean, God, we can go back to the the freaking 1300s, you know, but for years they've covered up pedophilia. Yeah. They've covered up that's, crime. You know, they've covered up rape and, and that alone, is, that alone yeah. we should say, you know what? No one should have ever
1: gone back murder, to church. Murder. This, this is, no one should go but back This to is why when he says I'm a Catholic, I'm baffled by that. Right. You're proud of walking around saying that when right. the organization, which is made up of humans who are flawed right. and, and criminals, that's what you're taking to Tallahassee to take my rights away. Yeah. My rights you know when I watch the video and I turn to the camera, I I can feel it. Like I, I know when I turn that everything's about to explode. <laughs> like that's the, that's the that's the the thing he's clinging to. Yeah, to further do damage and criminal behavior. It's criminal to step into the doctor's office with me. That's violating my private rights as a, as a United States citizen. It's a violated violation of the Constitution for yeah. you to make laws like this. It is, and I have private medical right. I have rights. To right. step into a doctor's office we all do and you want to use your catholic religion which is a criminal organization to 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 further do damage to me and take my rights away go fuck yourself yep and on that note <sighs> uh, on that note i'm taking my rage into the voting booth like yes, everybody else should. let's do it take your rage to the voting booth oh i love that all right all bye.
0: right and bye, bye. If you want to see any photos or take a deeper dive into our stories, please go to our website, www.themuckpodcast.com. And be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at the Muck Podcast and on our Twitter at
1: MuckPodcast. To support the Muck Podcast, please visit our Patreon page. We have three levels of support with exclusive content: muckraker, policy wonk, or bleeding heart. We can't do this without you.